More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Are there visitors from another galaxy who have come to our world? I, I, <laughs> I'm not, it's not that kind of show. I mean, there are shows that get into that. But today on Capitol Hill, I mean, we talk politics here, right? That is our, that is our bread and butter. That is our foundation. And on Capitol Hill, Clay, right now, they're having hearings where they're, uh, they're, they're supposed to hear from a whistleblower. Um, and uh, this is for the Committee on Oversight and Accountability, a whistleblower featuring David Grush, who has accused the government of withholding information that has to do with, I agree with you, Clay, I don't like this UAP thing, unidentified yeah. anomalous phenomena. I'm like That makes you sound even nerdier. UFO is a good, like, we all know what a UFO is, and I, I think we stick with it. But the, the cool kids now in this community say UAP, but I'm still going with U, UFO. Um, so here we are, you know, waiting to see more of what comes out of this. Do we, we have some audio of this guy, right? Is, do we have some? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's play part of what the, uh, the testimony is likely to center around here. Play it. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. Okay. So he's straight up saying that we've pulled aliens out of space. Under oath. Under oath. Right. That's yes. what he's saying. I'm not. I'm not missing this. That's what he no. did say this morning. It started at 10 a.m. Eastern. So, what's going on here, Clay? <laughs> Do you want, I, you want I to mean, take a shot is, at this? I mean, first of all, can I just say the fact that they scheduled the Hunter Biden uh, the, the the plea agreement for the exact time that some guy was going to sit down under oath and say we've taken non-human uh, biologic life forms, basically aliens, out of alien spacecraft. I mean, this is crazy, right? I mean, this is next level 
under oath testimony. So this guy is willing to potentially be put in prison as a perjurer in order to either make up that we have uncovered alien life inside of crash uh, alien planes or or he is so crazy that he believes his untruth, which would make it harder to charge him with perjury because he may truly believe a lie. But, I mean, this is this is blockbuster stuff. And for it to be occurring, again, under oath in Congress, this is not you and me, Buck, driving along. Uh, you know, we take a call from some guy and he calls in and says, hey, you know, I'm out in location here. I mean, this is under oath in Congress testimony today that there have been alien spacecraft that have crashed in Earth and that we have removed dead aliens from those spacecraft. Now, here are my thoughts. And I guarantee you, 800-282-2882, we are going to be deluged in calls over we, this We month. got some some colorful phone calls yesterday from what oh, I Oh, I, I, I don't doubt that at all. If this has happened, so my anytime there is a story like this that occurs, how many people would know this? Okay, is my first thought. Because to you or me, Buck, if let's say that there are 25 people that show up at an alien spacecraft yeah. and remove dead alien bodies, that would seem like it's something to keep really quiet. I mean, if you or I, you're in the CIA, do you think if you had shown up at an alien spacecraft and there had been dead bodies that were not human pulled off that spacecraft that you would have been able to not tell anyone about that i mean even zero, if zero zero percent chance that that could be kept secret based right. on my time in the central intelligence agency and knowing the people who work there and their mindset no chance you're pulling the equivalent of little green men out of a flying saucer that has crashed again to that point Really good at intergalactic travel or whatever. Not so good at avoiding the Rocky Mountains or something. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Look, I don't believe it. Okay. I like. I just. I. This guy's testifying on Capitol Hill. Uh. You, if people can get mad at me. They can say I don't know any. I, and I don't know anything about UFOs. And I would love to know a lot about UFOs. Um. And and I and I understand. You know, it always falls back into like, well, you can't. I know. The, tomorrow. No one can predict the future. I always say it. Tomorrow there could be, you know, remember the show V? You know, we could have the aliens that are actually yeah. lizards that look like people and all that stuff. I don't know. No one can tell you what tomorrow is going to bring. Do I think that the federal, also, do I think the federal government has been covering this up? I do not. And I would just ask, why would they cover it up too? Like, what's the, well, what's the incentive so we can have their like super badass technology or something? That's kind of what I always hear, but I go, well, why? Yeah, I, it's I a great know. question. And I, what so is this technology that's is, so amazing that we can't say we got from aliens in the first place if we got it, which we didn't because this is all crazy? Well, so my first thought is conspiracies are hard to keep up, especially conspiracies that, just take a step back, are incredible stories. So it's hard to keep people silent on things for a long time. The more people that are involved the less likely it is that it can stay silent. Now, you can say, well, this guy's testifying under oath. Clearly, it's not staying silent. But I would say if he's correct, it would mean that there are dead alien bodies somewhere in the United States government's control. right? Presumably, we didn't just bury these dead alien bodies like in a field somewhere. But we would think, I would think we would conduct an autopsy, like look into the bodies, 
what are they how are they constructed what do they look like so, and can, can i and you can ask I admit the something good question though? yeah can i admit something about this it's a little bit like the jfk files for me too where they're hiding something and it's usually when the government is hiding things from you it's usually not things that are really awesome i'm just gonna again drawing on what i know from you know cia stuff it's not that it's so cool or so interesting and secret it's that it's embarrassing in some capacity for the government. That's the that's the most, why won't they release this thing from 50 years ago? Who cares now? Why can't we all know? Because government agencies still, they view, they view themselves as brands in a sense, right? I mean, like the FBI brand has gotten very beaten up the last few years, among others, CIA and, and others. Um, and they don't really want the, you know, those government agencies don't want to be, they don't want to look foolish. They don't want to look dishonest, whatever, whatever it may be. Anything related to UFOs, the only reasons I could see for them to keep it secret, and this is what this goes to, is they there is some sensitive technological research they're doing that somehow this touches upon. That's the most charitable version of it for the government side. Or they look bad. We're doing some kind of weird experiments, or meaning the government, that they don't want us to know about. You know, this uh, Representative uh, Burchett, he's a Tennessee yeah. guy. You know him? Uh, uh, I've met him, I think, but I don't know he, him personally. Here, here he is, cut 13... He's uh, talking about this. He's one of the leading lawmakers behind this investigation. Play it. I don't want people to think we're going to bring in little green man or a flying saucer in this thing. But this is starting the floodgates. And these gentlemen are coming forward with what they've seen. These are firsthand accounts. This isn't some, some good old boy back in the woods who's had too much to smoke or drink and he spotted something. These are trained pilots and, and experts in their field. I would say that the Tic Tac videos are proof enough. They have no vapor trail. There is no heat signature. There is nothing. And they defy all of our laws of physics. The pilots can't define it. The scientists can't define it. It is not the Russians. They wouldn't be in Ukraine. It wouldn't be China. They already own us, but they would really own us. And it's not us. So where's it coming from? So, you know, he, he sounds theory, very, you know, reasonable when he talks sober. About yeah. So your question of why would they keep this hidden is, I think, fascinating. So one is, Buck, I could see them believing that there are amazing technological advantages that they could get by deconstructing this alien spacecraft. And if they crashed for some reason in the United States, we don't want China to know that we're trying to unpack whatever their technology is for future advantages in in combat. That would be one. Again, I still think it would be very hard to keep it quiet. Two would be, and this is more ominous, two would be they have discovered that there is alien life, and that alien life has basically told us, hey, we can destroy your planet at any point in time, and they don't want a panic to ensue because all of human life is basically in the hands of people that we really don't understand in any comprehend in any way, and how much panic... Think about what COVID did, okay? Think about what COVID did that killed what? 0.1%, you know, 99.9% of you got COVID and you were fine. If, for instance, an alien life form had arrived here and said, hey, uh, you know, we have the ability to obliterate all human life in the snap of our fingers if we decide to do so, I would think that would probably create a little bit of a panic in the United States and around the world. Weren't you a creative writing major along with being a history major, right? Or you have a creative writing degree? Because that was... 
I mean, I'm ready for the screenplay, my man. You're good to go with that one. I like well, it. Well, I mean, I just, I think through what would create a conspiracy of silence. One is, okay, we're trying to gain a competitive advantage, right? To answer your question, because I think it's a good one. Two is, all of humanity is under direct mortal peril, and they know that panic will ensue if they tell us how much mortal peril we're actually in. Those I mean, are the two theories that's a- that great premise for a movie right like trying to keep it from everybody that once in a while we get a visit and they're like hey i don't know we might have to just vaporize your whole planet you know but we're like no please don't and then we have to pay them off somehow i don't know the the question that i come back to again and we're going to take some calls on this maybe we'll ask chris christie what he thinks not only about the plea agreement in uh uh in delaware he's got a wide scope of potential uh, topics here as we typically cover every single day (laughs) but also yeah i'm I'm sorry yeah i'm getting lit up already by vip emails lit up just just because i'm like i don't see it guys because they're mad at you for saying yeah look i mean let's who's your real ally here I am on the record. I think that there are is alien life forms and that they have visited Earth. That I'm on the record. And by the way, Buck, let me just say this. I would not be stunned. I really wouldn't if we look at some of the things that have been created in ancient history. Oh, my God. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not kidding. The pyramids. Stonehenge. Uh, the Stonehenge. Lost all this City stuff. of Atlantis. <laughs> I would not be surprised if superior... Uh, technology has been shared at some point in time historically uh, in in uh, in human life. Because here's the other thing. If you believe that aliens have visited uh, our planet, by the way, could be time travelers. You want to get even creepier. What if it's not alien life forms? What if there is just the ability that somewhere in the future they unlock the ability to travel back in time and then they crash here every now and then, and we're totally threatening the space-time continuum if we in any way acknowledge what might have happened. I'm just saying, I have expansive like universe of potential outcomes every day in, 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 in life, and so it, none of those things would stun me, right? What, what you and guys so, don't know is that Clay has a flux capacitor in his radio studio <laughs> no, I mean, at all times. Think about it. If aliens are capable of traveling to America today, let's say they're going to come, it's 2023, why wouldn't they be in a, have been able to come in 1323 or 823, right? Like, why wouldn't that have been possible at some point in time? Look, I think the movie Predator is fantastic, and, you know, who knows? Maybe they just show up sometimes. They do some kind of trophy hunting, and you know what I mean? I don't know. Clay, it's Here, crazy here's one that will really in. blow your mind, Buck. What if the asteroid that killed all the dinosaurs wasn't actually an asteroid? What if it was in some way propelled by an alien species to test something on Earth hundreds of millions of years ago? I just want the millions of people who are listening right now across the country to know that according to at least some of the VIP emails we're getting, I'm the crazy one. <laughs> okay. I'm the one sitting here. I'm like, I really I'm don't not, think they pulled... I'm not giving a yes or no. I'm saying oh, like, man. I am like... I am, I have a wide range of possibilities that I will consider on any topic. I just, I think, look, historically, Buck, if you and I had been doing this show in 1640, I don't know how the show would have been distributed. We're sitting up on a stage and there are all these people throwing tomatoes at us, right? Like while we're talking, we could have thought in 1640, we would have said, we've discovered everything. There's nothing else that humans could ever uncover about life. 
and we would have looked laughably absurd 50 years later, 100 years later. And today we'll look back like the most brilliant people uh, of their age would have said, hey, you're sick. Let me go get a bunch of leeches. We'll flood. We'll take out as much of your blood as possible. That's going to get you healthy. So I'm skeptical of science and of people who claim that they know the. I end know, but see, this is the move. This is the moving the goalpost with the UFO thing that drives me insane. I make no, no promises. Have no analysis. No thoughts about whether UFOs will visit the Earth. Whether something could happen. I'm only interested in what has happened and what. Yeah, we and have I think it has of. happened. I think they've been here. This is it's a leap of faith. Right now, that guy just testified. Not only have they been here, we took bodies out. Now that seems like <laughs> a step beyond. Completely to me. insane. That's that good. seems like now a step I, beyond. I miss, I miss the guys in the eighties in flannels and trucker hats who were like, "Then the aliens grabbed me outside the bar," and it's like, "Wait, what? You know, well, you I know, to avoid where your wife would these the bodies be? And how many people uh, have seen them? I mean, I, I, can we get the guy who testified about the alien bodies on yeah, the show? Okay. I mean, Congress can we has sworn him in. We're gonna have to get him on. And I, I'm, you know. <laughs> It's, it's going to be the reverse of the pen thing. I'll be like, are you serious, sir? And he's going to be like, hey, hey, he's an expert Let witness. Let the man Settle talk. Down, he's trying to answer Let questions. <laughs> All right. We'll get back. We'll take your emails and calls on the UFO thing. And we also have Chris Christie coming up in a little bit. We'll talk about the Hunter plea deal. Men's energy comes from the testosterone in our bodies, not from UFOs or outer space. But that reservoir of testosterone can run lower than it should, especially with age over time. You can try to power through it. You can try to just drink more coffee. But why not actually do something that will really help over the long term? Chalk Nutritional Supplements. They have the male vitality stack. And the leading ingredient in this all-natural formulation has been proven in studies to replenish diminished amounts of testosterone in a man's body. Studies show a plus 20% increase of T levels in three months' time with consumption every day. Imagine feeling that energy again, that focus, plenty of drive. That's what Chalk's Mill Vitality Stack is designed to do. Go online to Chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, to save 35% off the Chalk subscription you choose for life. There's also a female Vitality Stack, which focuses on hormones, stress response, and maintaining healthy skin. Learn more about these great products at Chalk.com, that's C-H-O-Q.com, and use the name Buck for 35% off savings for life. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, guys, we have big breaking news here. I'm serious. It has nothing to do with UFOs. Uh, we'll get to those calls later. Third hour, we'll do more UFOs. Now the Hunter Biden deal, the latest reporting from ABC News. As of this moment, as of this minute, the deal is off. It was on. It was off. It was on. And now it is apparently, for now, off again. I, I don't understand. I mean, I've never, I don't think anyone's ever heard of this before. No, this is, un, this is unprecedented. So I'm reading from ABC News right now, breaking no plea deal amid judges' concerns. Hunter Biden pled not guilty to tax related misdemeanors. ABC News, I'm told, has now broken into their programming live outside of the courtroom because I'm watching it stream on my phone right now. Uh, ABC News special report. No plea deal amid judges' concerns. Hunter Biden pleads not guilty to tax-related misdemeanors. This suggests, Buck, I mean, holy hell. I mean, everything is falling apart. We got UFOs. We got Hunter Biden. Like, I, I don't even know what's going on. We're going to continue to break this down. This is a hell of a day um, of breaking news in ba- basically every single direction. We'll talk to Chris Christie about this coming up here momentarily. In the meantime, I got to tell you. Uh, my pillow has got an incredible offer for you right now. Their 20th anniversary, two decades. They've sold 80 million my pillows, and right now, 20th anniversary has queen size pillows priced even lower at 19.98. King size just 29.98. Go online mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use our names as your promo code Clay and Buck to get the deal. Get hooked up. 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee, MyPillow.com. Call the number 800-792-3269. Clay and Buck. Welcome back, everybody. Clay and Buck here. We've got uh, former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, with us now. He is running for uh, president. And uh, Governor Christie, appreciate you being with us. Thanks for having me, fellas. Happy to be back. So so can we start? We, we do want to get into the politics, the campaign, all that stuff. But as you know, today, huge news back and forth all this craziness you were a federal prosecutor for for years in new jersey yep and as you see what's going on right now in in delaware in this courthouse that the plea deal for hunter biden is is on then it's off then it's on now it's off again apparently he just pleaded not guilty what is going on here 
Well, you know, I've been talking about this for weeks, fellas, that I didn't think this judge would approve this plea um, because it, it didn't make any sense to give him a plea to a two-count misdemeanor tax deal and to dismiss the gun charge and to give him immunity going forward made no sense. And I didn't think a judge would approve it. And I've been saying that for weeks, and, and I'm glad that the judge showed that someone's paying attention here and who cares about justice being done. And she obviously does and made sure that she wasn't going to approve this deal under those circumstances. And so it's one felt He pled not guilty. They say they have an ongoing investigation into other matters that they will not give him immunity for. So, you know, he's back in the jackpot. All right. So I'm curious. Uh, we're talking to Chris Christie. You were a U.S. attorney for a long time. Have you ever had a plea deal fall apart in open court like this? Point one. Point two. Why don't and in situations like these. Shouldn't there be cameras in federal courthouse so instead of relying on the few handful of reporters that might actually be there, in matters of this magnitude, shouldn't the American public be able to watch these play out in real time, whether it's this case or potentially a Trump prosecution down the road? Well, first of all, I never had a uh, plea deal fall in open court, and certainly I'm not. You would never let it happen on a case as prominent and noteworthy as this. So this is unprecedented. That's what I just want to get at for people out there listening. Like, this just doesn't happen in your experience, and you're pretty well experienced in these kind of cases. I ran the fifth largest office in the country for seven years. And we we did 130 political corruption prosecutions without a defeat. We're 130 and 0. I never saw anything like this. Secondly, as for cameras in the quorum, I have a problem with cameras in the courtroom at all. I, I Look, I think that there are times when people will put on a bit more of a show in the courtroom if they know it's on TV. But otherwise, I think the trade-off you get in transparency for the public to see exactly what's going on and be able to make their own evaluations of what's going on, almost like a public jury um, who's going to sit out there and actually be able to see it rather than read the characterizations. I think the trade-off getting that is is worth it of uh, you know histrionics you might see in a courtroom because of cameras okay so you've been in these situations for a long time as a u.s attorney <clears throat> what will happen now in your mind associated with the hunter biden investigation and maybe more importantly what should happen if chris christie were attorney general of the united states how would you handle this well if i were attorney general of the united states Right now, I would end all of this baloney that's been going on and appoint a special counsel. You know, you, you simply can't be seen as objective. Now that there are very clear allegations from whistleblowers about potential involvement of the president of the United States, and you're prosecuting the sitting president's son, uh, there should be a special counsel. End of discussion. I mean, this, this is not even, it wasn't a close call before. Now, I don't know how Merrick Garland says, Oh, yeah, U.S. Attorney Weiss is qualified to handle this. U.S. Attorney Weiss couldn't get a plea deal approved. I mean, the incompetence on this from the government side of it is breathtaking, breathtaking. And, yeah, the defense attorneys have a problem as well. They should have had this buttoned down or they should have never walked into the courtroom. But they don't have the burden of proof, and they don't have the power of the government behind them. I would tell you this. If my AUSCs who had screwed this thing up this badly – um, they'd be looking for a new job. 
And I probably would be looking for a new job too if I had overseen it that way. So, you know, my point to you is the most important thing now, I think, is for the attorney general to stop the charade, get rid of U.S. Attorney Weiss off of this case, and appoint a special counsel who can investigate everything and do it independently. Speaking of Governor Chris Christie, uh, former governor of New Jersey, he's running for president. And uh, Governor Christie, in, in that re- in that regard, um, are, do you think that uh, additional charges are imminent against uh, you know your top competitor in the Republican field, Donald Trump? And and how do you see that playing out? Look, I have to assume they're imminent because I can tell you that I never sent a target letter to someone unless I already knew that I had more than enough evidence to indict them. And so I think once the target letter was sent laying out specific statutes that they were the target of an investigation, um, I I think that it is inevitable that Donald Trump will be indicted by the special counsel for a second time. Um, It will involve the three statutes that were recited in the target letter. It may involve other ones as well, and it may involve if you don't know that. But what I do know from the target letter is no U.S. attorney – is, or in this case, special counsel, is going to send the target letter without having every intention of indicting the target. We're talking to former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie's running for president in the Republican primary. Sorry, this Hunter Biden thing is just so crazy, and I know you're trying to get your hands wrapped around it as we are as well, and I just want to reiterate for our audience, you did seven years of prosecutions, uh, 130, I think you said, of political-based prosecutions, went 130 and 0, <laughs> You've never seen anything happen like what happened here. No. What is, is there any doubt in your mind that if Hunter Biden weren't the son of the president of the United States, that he'd be facing serious jail time based on your knowledge of the criminal code? And second part of that, I asked you what should happen. What do you think will happen? Like if you're Joe Biden and you're Merrick Garland and you've just seen everything blow up like this, first of all, it's blown up in such a public way, Governor, that even all these people who don't want to cover the Hunter Biden story, uh, you know, this is the proverbial crap hits the fan moment where everything's spraying in every direction and it's almost impossible even for them to cover up. What do you think they're thinking? Put Buck and I like to talk as if we were, uh, you know, the other side sometimes. It, let's presume Joe Biden's brain actually works and he's capable of having a rational discussion with reasoned advisors. What would that discussion look like? What do you think they're saying right now? Look, I think that if you're advising the president at this point, if the president is, I, I don't think the president should have conversations with Merrick Garland uh, because I think it would be even more inappropriate for him to talk to Merrick Garland about this. Merrick Garland should know on his own that it's ball game here. Game over, playing with U.S. Attorney Weiss. Yes, he was appointed by Donald Trump, but I got to tell you, it looks like he's pretty friggin' incompetent. I got to tell you the truth. Um, and Merrick Garland should be calling the White House. In an hour, I'm sending out a press release announcing the special counsel. That's it. Because it now appears that you know, an independent federal judge has said that this plea deal, she's now said what I've been saying for weeks, that this plea deal makes no sense. You can make no sense of why the defense is doing this or why the prosecution is doing it. And as a result, if something makes no sense, what I learned in this business, fellas, is there are no coincidences, none. 
and you need to have a special counsel come and look at this. And I think that is what will happen. I don't think that you can avoid it if you're Merrick Garland anymore. Who's going to have confidence in U.S. Attorney Weiss um, after he couldn't get a plea deal past a judge that, by the way, he his office probably appears before five days a week? Delaware is not a big place. There's not that many judges there. This judge probably has AUSAs from the Delaware office appearing before her on a daily basis. And if she won't trust what they're doing, how the hell should we trust it? If you were thinking about this from the perspective of the Hunter Biden defense team, uh, what do you <laughs> think their play is now? Assuming that the special counsel, <laughs> let's just put that aside for a second. What would their next moves yep. here be? Well, their first move is going to be said, shoot, we almost got away with it. Um, that's going to be the first thing. Then they didn't get away with it. Uh, I think now, you know, they're going to have to see, they're going to be in reactive mode now because they can't any longer assert that they have an agreement. So now that's why they answered the not guilty plea because it was an arraignment. And an arraignment is when the purpose of an arraignment is for a defendant to either enter a guilty or a not guilty plea. If it's a guilty, like it was supposed to be today, then the judge goes through what's called an allocution, where the judge asks serious questions to establish the factual basis for Hunter Biden's guilty plea and the legal basis for it and the fact that he was doing so freely with advice of counsel and not under duress of any kind. Once all of those questions are answered and assume they're answered in the affirmative, then and only then would she accept the guilty plea. So now she has an arraignment that she thought was a guilty plea with no guilty plea. You can't just turn the arraignment with doing nothing. So she's saying, okay, I'm not accepting this plea, Hunter. Uh, what's your pleasure? And they answered a not guilty plea. And now they're going to go back to the U.S. Attorney's Office. My guess is they try to see how the U.S. Attorney's Office reacts and before anything happens with a special counsel, they try to negotiate another plea. That's why I think the attorney general has to step in. We cannot trust this U.S. attorney's office to negotiate another plea after they so royally messed up this one. And so I think if you're Hunter's lawyers, you think you almost got away with it. You didn't. So now you got to try one more time. But my guess is that they won't get another chance to to negotiate a plea, at least not with the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, my guess is they're going to have to see a counsel. Well, first of all, we need to get you on again because the timing on this ended up being perfect for you to break down this crazy breaking news scenario. It, guys. But we, we didn't get a chance to get, get let you kind of get into the political realm, but this was killer. Thank you for breaking this all down for us. I mean, I can't imagine well, there being a better guest that could have put we'll, this we'll in have context. Him, we'll have him back. Governor Christie, we'll have you back. We had you back I, the I, second time, so you'll come back. All right? Look, I, I, I love the show. I'm glad that you had me on. I'm glad that it timed this way because I did this job for seven years of my life. I love the Department of Justice when it's done the right way. And I will, as president, I'll let you know. I will appoint an attorney general who will prosecute these cases without fear, favor, or partisanship. And we're going to restore the Department of Justice to what it was when I worked, which was the place that protected the country from 9-11 and stopped corporate crime, and stopped political crime. Um, this, obviously, the Biden White House 
doesn't care a lick about any of that stuff, and they better get their act together and appoint a special counsel. So thanks for having me on, fellas, and I'll be happy to come back when it's good for all of you, and we can talk about as much politics as you like. Sounds great. Awesome Thank you. stuff. Appreciate that, Governor Chris Christie. I mean, perfect timing given this chaos. We're going to continue to break down what exactly went on, uh, so stay tuned because this is, I, I think it's fair to say, blockbuster news associated with Hunter Biden. In the meantime, 9-11. Uh, on 9-11, we lost 2,977 people. Uh, and today, 9-11-related illnesses continue to take lives. Yet a whole generation knows little to nothing about our nation's darkest day. The Tunnel of the Towers 9-11 Institute writing this wrong by educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about 9-11. They're nonfiction, first-person accounts told through videos and the book series. These accounts are moving. Kids won't forget these true stories. The Institute offers full curriculum units with scripted social studies lessons, activities, backgrounds for teachers, a speaker's bureau for classrooms with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. They've also built out a mobile exhibit, a tractor trailer that's an interactive museum with 9-11 artifacts. To never forget, we must educate future generations. Let's help our nation honor its vow. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. With cool content. Surprise guests. Get it all on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. 
Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I, I mean, I just want to reemphasize what Chris Christie said. Because we're flying right now live on the air. And Buck, in the space of when we came on the air, the report was the Hunter Biden plea deal is off. Then 25 minutes later, we updated it with the Hunter Biden plea deal is back on. And then about 30 minutes ago, uh, the report came down. The Hunter Biden plea deal is back off. And I don't know that we could have had a better guest already scheduled to be able to talk about this with a great deal of expertise than Chris Christie, who was a U.S. attorney. And he basically said, look, U.S. Attorney Weiss, who was assigned on this case, is incompetent. And if this ever happened to him, that he would lose his job and that whoever worked underneath him would lose their job because he's never seen a plea agreement. To to make it clear for everybody, this is supposed to be a rubber stamp from the judge. Okay, I agree. What we have been talking about on this show is the judge needed to not accept it. Right. I'm kind of say that something like 97 or 98 percent of federal uh, federal criminal cases end up in a plea deal. So this is the most. I mean, this is what they're doing all the time. This is the ultimate legal ground ball for federal prosecutors, defense attorneys, the judge. And this turned into a train wreck. I mean, it was, I mean, Clay, we're sitting here. It's on. It's off. Corruption is alive and well. Oh no. The justice system actually still has some backbone back and forth, back and forth. It's insane. Yeah. And again, this is the proverbial crap hits the fan. And that's not the word usually people use moment because I think it's now going to be impossible for the big media organizations out there to pretend that this is not a monster story for Joe Biden, for Hunter Biden. And Buck, also associated with this, is I think what happened was this deal was such a sweetheart deal that the judge looked at it and said, I can't in good conscience even rubber stamp this because they were trying to give Hunter Biden not only no punishment for what he's done, but to future basically immunity. preclude future pun- pun- punishments Which is, for this too. Can I, can I just point out, Jeffrey Epstein was given a plea deal in Florida in federal court, and this actually caused a resignation from a uh, an official during the Trump administration, if you all remember. Um, but Clay, in that plea deal, it was for Epstein and future unnamed co-conspirators, or, or, or unnamed co-conspirators in the act. So other people that were involved with him couldn't be prosecuted that you hadn't even named? Like, that's not a that's not a thing that exists. This deal that Hunter Biden got, not a thing that exists. And that's what the judge finally came to. She's like, guys, come on. So we will contextualize all of this. Plus, by the way, somebody just testified under oath at Congress that alien spacecraft have landed here and yep. we've pulled dead aliens off the ship. As if it wasn't a crazy enough day otherwise we'll try to put all this into context 800-282-2882 we'll take your calls uh third hour of the program coming up who the hell knows what might happen in the third hour so far based on how the first two have gone at least i think it's unlikely hunter biden's gonna run back into court and be like psych i'm guilty like so i think we're good there for today but it's been a wild ride everybody thanks for being here with us uh we'll get to ufo emails ufo calls Plus, uh, Clay did an interview with OutKick yesterday. We'll talk about that with Governor Ron DeSantis. That's all coming up. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.